0: Go to thewellnessbreakthrough.com. This episode of 100 Not Out proudly brought to you by the 2017 Greek Island Longevity Retreat to Ikaria, the island where people forget to die. To find out more and to join Damien, myself, and an intimate group of 100 Not Outers, go to www.100notout.com. That's 100notout.com. Registrations close in January, so be
1: quick. Thewellnesscoach.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to
0: 100 Not Out, featuring your hosts Dr. Damien Christoph and Marcus Pierce. Hello, and welcome to 100 Not Out, a weekly show dedicated to helping you master the art of aging well. My name is Marcus Pierce, and here I am with the co-founder of the Wellness Couch and the Wellness Guys, the founder of Forage, the Now. Well, depending on the time this goes out, 43-year-old <laughs> legend wow. of longevity. Remember when we started this?
1: 39. Dr. Damien Christoph, folks. Hi, mate.
0: Remember when we yeah. started this?
1: Started this. Because I was scared of getting in 40. Now I'm at 43. My next big birthday party will be 44. Absolutely. I was going to say, don't say 50. No, oh, no. The
0: next big one's 44. 50 will be big. 50 will be big. I'm looking forward to that. We're going to have a 100 out 50th. Can you take us to, you know... Everest base camp. That's what I'm gonna do for my fortieth. Do you? Yep. Just take.
1: Who gets to 40? You get to forty before I get to fifty, right? Just. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really?
0: What Everest base camp? Well, this is the this is this is kind of ties in. I want to ask you a question before we talk about what we want to talk about today. Okay. But you're 43. Yeah. Do you feel um... I'm
1: comfortable on this couch today?
0: <laughs> Just snuggle in. Snuggle in. Like, can't Put my arm around the Physical touch. Yeah. Like, do you feel I'm not sure what's going on at <laughs> four? <laughs> <laughs> At 43, um, because of the, I mean, we've had massive personal growth and transformation as a result of the therapy for us, which is 100 not out. Mm-hmm. Do you feel, and truthfully, mm-hmm. um, in the last four years, do you feel better in mind, better in body? Some things better, some things the same, something's not as good, like,
1: yeah. where do you sit? Oh, I feel better in mind. For yeah. sure, I was pretty frantic a couple of years ago. Had a lot on, doing lots of things, kind of recovering from shifts and changes in, you know, loss of finance for business, all that sort of stuff. But things are better again, you know. So, yeah, no, you've no, had some it's, pretty it's big business hits. Yeah, it's been, <laughs> there's been some tough times, isn't there? Oh man! But you know, there's always a silver lining, and you get blessings from everything. And you know, it takes time to heal, and it takes um, time to regain perspective. You know, don't apart from a mobile phone or anything that's automatic. Most things don't automatically focus or refocus. You've mm-hmm. got to refocus it yourself and you know, look at that. And we're not automatic, we're not digital beings, we're very analog and you know, it's, it takes time to refocus. So done that, things are good, I like that. From a physical perspective, I'm probably stronger now than what I was four years ago. You know, wow. I definitely do more chin-ups, definitely do more push-ups. There's a challenge
0: more, for people. Can still swim. Absolutely. You can still still swim. swim. Well, this is kind of the lead in and and I love, I just loved what you just said about the fact that we're analog beings because we live in such a digital world that people expect digital transactions, relationships, behaviors, expect us to be on autopilot, essentially as soon as we press record that our personality is just the same all the time, you know, (laughs) that people don't like change. And we were just saying, um, Damo and I were just saying last night on reflection of our one hundred not out lifestyle weekend. That you know, I've been at your house for the last four days, and yes. my mum has a great saying about house guests. That house guests are a lot like fish; they go off after three days. Um, <laughs> and as much as we love each other, I tend to agree with my mum because we have had some good—not um, tips, but we just—the longer we spend together, the more we realise that we are different in mm. in many ways, and we shared some of these differences. Uh, on the weekend, but I think a lot of people love the fact that we shared the differences that we have, because if we're the same all the time, like a digital experience, the phone always works, the computer always works, we get on all the time, yep. and it creates a very predictable, boring um, experience, and that is why we went for a swim in the ocean on uh, Sunday, um, because if we did, wow. yeah. if we didn't, yeah. it would have just been a predictable um, you know, Sunday,
1: after, Sunday morning. Yeah, there's no would've way. would have gone to a local cafe, got some of the best coffee in Melbourne. Yep. Which has changed location, hasn't it? It has. Let's well, not mention any names, oh, but yeah. the best cafe in town
0: close to the Christoph residence has changed locations. Yeah. Um, but um, <laughs> it, the, the, the reason why, I mean, just personally, I'm not going to speak for Damo here, but I had actually almost mentally and emotionally checked out of the swim because, uh, to give you some context, Don Riddington, who's been featured a number of times on 100 Not Out, at age 68 in 2013, became the oldest Australian to cross the English Channel in a lazy 19 hours and 45 minutes. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Now the oldest Australian, I think, is 71.
1: (laughs) I'm going to plug my sound in. That might help. Oh, that's not your sound. There we go yep that's well, all right we'll, well still, we'll the, still get a, yeah, be we'll still get enough yeah. out of that that's quality will be better if i want just go oh that's better yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, <we're> here, <laughs> that's so good
0: <laughs> <laughs> now um on that yeah so don um, um when he crossed the english channel in 2013 was the oldest australian to do so we've interviewed him at least once on 100 not out and uh, don was a special guest speaker yeah. at the event on the weekend and so don invited um damien myself and a number of attendees whoever wanted to come to swim in the in the at the Brighton Yacht Club in the ocean, Port Phillip Bay, Sunday morning. Mm. Um, with every single cell in my body, my logical body, it was not a good idea. It was cold. Um, it was wet. Yeah. Um, it was typical Melbourne weather. It should no, have been have warm. Been rubbish, and uh, no, typical that? Melbourne weather. Typical because Melbourne It should have oh been warm, gosh, and it was cold. I'm saying that this is atypical.
1: Well, all I'm saying is this that is in summer world. you that, still have cold days. See, that's where house guests go off. Yeah. Like you've gone off, that's a ridiculous opinion. This isn't typical. No, we weather. live in, we li- this is four seasons in one day. This isn't typical Melbourne weather. We're in the middle of spring, it's almost summer. We're at the end of spring, it's almost summer. We would normally be at 30 degrees. Don't blame Melbourne for this crazy How weather. many it's Melbourne very Cups very have been
0: run in wet, muddy conditions? The start of November. We're now in the middle of November. Yep. It's very different,
1: <laughs> very different.
0: All right, meteorologist. Anyway, regardless, <laughs> there was no logical reason to say yes to swimming. With Don, but it was only after reading a quote from a great man called Wang Dushun, mm. who is 80 years of age, he might be 81 now, but Wang has not lived an easy life, but he's lived a committed life. And to cut a long story short, and we'll put some uh, a, a, an inspiring video and a couple of articles in the show notes, Wang walked down the catwalk, age 80. Uh, may have done his first one at 79. Um, but in any case, um, it's drawn inspiration from many, but also questioned
1: the role of older people in society. Well, let's just put this into context as well, because he walked down the catwalk at 79, 80, not looking like your average 79, 80-year-old. He's mm-hmm. in good nick. He's not, he's, he hasn't kind of just, I don't, I don't want to say average, because I am a stereotype, but a lot of people when they get beyond certain age group tend to just, you know, wither away a little bit. Not not Betty Green. Not Betty Green? Not Betty Green. Um, and, you know, certainly not, you know, Tommy Hafey, he did. But there's, there's a lot of people that actually do just kind of let themselves go. They get the 60, 65 retirement age and go, I've had enough now. I'm going to put my shoes up, my feet up, and blah, 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 hang my boots up. Because that's what they think retirement is all about. Yeah, but Wang looks great. He, he started rich. going to the gym at 50. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's when he really started. To started well, didn't he? Yeah, he started swimming at fifty, I think. And so yeah. he's uh, he's in great shape. No, so he wasn't on the catwalk just because he's old, and it was he earned the thing. right. He earned the right. He worked on his mm-hmm. body. Worked on his. He's a good-looking guy. Yeah, got long grey hair.
0: Yeah, no, he's an attractive man. Yep. But what he said was essentially, I'm paraphrasing. As soon as you decide not to do something, that's when you grow old. As soon as you start coming up with excuses and reasons why you can't. It's cold, it's wet, it's Sunday morning. Yeah, I mean, everyone saw my man mankini. mankini, My triathlete, mankini. (laughs) Um, Did they actually have
1: a padding in the seat of the... Yeah, because that outfit is what you wear on a a triathlon. I thought about that. I thought, Yeah. I think he swam with the padding. Yeah.
0: No, well, because you wear that when you, for ease of transitions in triathlons. Yeah, right. So I put that on, I put the, the top bit on, uh, like I wore it without the top, but I put the straps on for humour. If I was really cared about how I looked, I wouldn't have put the straps on, I just would have let them dangle down, which is what generally happens when you're racing, but... Yeah. I had to bring some humor into it because otherwise it
1: hilarious. It, it would have got Captain Serious. Well there's hilariousness when you were cold and shivering with the hot chocolate.
0: <laughs> I couldn't drink the hot chocolate
1: because I was shivering yeah.
0: so much. Splashing all over your hand. Yeah.
1: It was classic. It was so funny.
0: But it was a rich experience. I've never We've seen had... a man so cold.
1: <laughs> we
0: had Don leading us off. We all met down at quarter to, quarter to eight. Um, we had Rebecca and her husband, Justin, who had come down from Bundaberg for the event. We had Janelle there. Uh, we had Cameron taking, um, taking uh, shots T- for Tim us. And Mal. Tim and Mel. Uh, Mel decided to photograph and video. She actually came. Both, both Tim and uh, Mel and Cameron, who didn't actually get in the water, they came... To the water in their gear yep ready to swim oh did they yep i just Des- decided oh. not to swim and again we, we were saying to everyone there Melan- you're not Cam- a hero if Cam- you swim Cam- and not and not a bad person if you don't swim but you just um, got old <laughs> <laughs> they that played is a different that role. What we're saying, what we're no, I'm not saying that at all. They played a different role because if it wasn't yeah. for Cameron and Mal, we wouldn't have, we wouldn't have video footage. or photographic evidence yeah. of what we did. That's right. And so we needed these two. They've already got over 150 photos of that experience. Which Thanks, well, I don't guys. know about you, but I can definitely treasure that for
1: many years. Yeah. It's a. Oh yeah. It's. it's I've got a new bedside photo. You and your man, Keeney. <laughs> Oh dear. And so wow. on this on this
0: episode, we're inviting every listener and viewer to actually consider what have you got logical objections and excuses for that, you know what, if you did it, it, it it's a great step out of the comfort zone. As Don said, or someone else said, no one's going to die. Mm. No one's going to
1: die hopping in the water. We, it we don't actually like just, it. Oh my gosh, yeah. the cold shock was unbelievable. So Don told us the water was 21 degrees, right? Yeah. It wasn't. That was meant to be a mindset thing. I didn't really catch on to that. And, did uh, you believe him? Well, I did for a little bit. And then I got in, I was like, this is not 21 degrees. It was 15 degrees, the water, 15 point something. And um, as I dived in, I'm used to, dive, used to swimming, so I dived in head first. Bang! Massive cold shock. My chest cavity felt like it caved in and I couldn't actually take a breath. <laughs> And the only thing I could do to think of was to suck in as, as, soon as, I, as soon as I could. And I sucked in water. Like the very first breath was just water. Was no, like, you'd Whoa. be shocking
0: in a life or death scenario in the ocean.
1: Oh, no, I wouldn't. You went to all
0: the wrong places. It you sucked just, in water. Yeah. You forgot to
1: breathe. I'd be fine, but I just hadn't like quite prepared for it. I think I breathed out as I dived in because it was so cold. It was that cold yeah. shock anyway. But uh, yeah, I could have died. Don Don could have been wrong. Uh, all I know is is that when because Don, um,
0: I think it's important that we paint a little picture here. Don actually just he counted everyone in, which I loved because you you couldn't not do it. So when someone says one, Justin didn't two, do it.
1: Two, three. No, but he did. Justin didn't do it. He didn't dive in. Not on three. No. But he, he did go in. He way, was man. just yeah. He just yeah. he Justin's was the. To this. could mate. He was the whip
0: hand because he actually was the last person swimming. Oh. We needed someone to be at the front, someone at the back. But I've got, okay. again, photographic evidence of Justin doing freestyle yep. in the water. Yep. Um, but when <laughs> he said one, two, three, just backing up Justin here. Yeah, good idea. When, good when idea, he Jay, said man. one, two, three, um, you weren't going to turn around and go the opposite way. Even though your brain wanted you to, you, you, you jumped in and, and went like crazy. And like you, and many people said the same thing, I almost forgot to breathe, I just freestyled, and then realized that I wasn't breathing and then thought, I better come up for air. But then as soon as I stopped, and a few people said the same thing, is that um, the cold, being out of water and not moving, started to feel cold. It was actually quite warm when you were swimming. Mm. It wasn't too bad.
1: Is In that fact- because the water was say 15 and the air temperature was like, say nine? Yeah, yeah, probably. Is that and why? The wind chill factor, that would have been yeah pretty chilly. There was definitely that, but I think also when you get moving, I, I don't know about you, but I felt this kind of tingling all over my body. It was like a peppery, cayenne sort of tingle all over my body. It's like I was burning up. It was as my body was like going, "Okay, we've got to keep you nice and warm because you've got no insurance on your body at all. I no, I've got very little body fat, right, compared to some other people that you know have prepared for that sort of temperature. I don't have much." So, talk about that with Don? Because you're saying
0: that Don mentioned okay. that he had insurance for his channel swim, but just maybe for, and this is not about swimming, but just the role of fat in the mm. body at certain environments. And uh, you know, we talk about historically how we would burn fat through winter or we would store it through the summer to burn it through the winter. Do you want to just explain
1: a bit about that for people? Yeah, fat's a great energy reserve, um, but it's also a great buffer for temperature. So you ever find that uh, it's more difficult to regulate or thermoregulate when you've got extra body fat on you. So if you're getting really hot, you get really hot. It's hard to cool yourself down, but at the same time, it's harder for you to get really cold because your core is well insulated. And so Don, when he swam the English Channel, had to put on a whole bunch of weight, 12 kilos. 12 kilos, and he said that that was his insurance, um, so that he would he would have enough to, you know, to keep him warm. I thought, oh, maybe that might work in terms of buoyancy. But he said, no, no, it was just for warmth, you know, so it was all about you know, him, him maintaining his warmth, uh, which is good. Interestingly, we often say that children, babies, you know, should be fat, chubby babies. And that's in case of illness, because when children are ill, it's very hard to feed them. They need those reserves. And so having a, a, you know, a baby with some weight on them can be of huge benefit. Is that why? Yeah, so that's why babies. Like I, look, I think
0: of all of our, ki- all of my three kids, they they've all been chubby babies.
1: Yeah, so and you're not chubby. And Sarah's not chubby. Ch- either. <laughs> you have been chubby. I've had my chubby oh, moments. You've had some insurance. I did. I didn't mind my, oh, my little bit experience. of chub. Wow. But I
0: do have a little bit of chub, which was poking out of my
1: mankini. <laughs> <laughs> you did, didn't you?
0: That was quite funny. Cute little pooch. Quick. <laughs> that's exactly how we like to term it but that's really <laughs> fascinating that you say that now so does that mean that a to better term a a, a th- thin i don't know if thin's the right word but b- babies that don't have that fat is that um less likely to
1: is it harder for them to maintain not just temperature but a lot of other oh they'll get colder functions? they'll get colder faster yeah, definitely. Um, but babies have a you know a, a remarkable ability to thermoregulate, just generally. But they they don't respond well to rapid changes in temperature. Mm. You know, a rapid shift in cold or a rapid shift in heat very, very difficult for them. So to some extent, whilst we we're, we're being very primal, swimming in very cold water, it's a very adaptive response to be able to handle changes and shifts in temperature. That's what I think I was most fascinated by, is to see what would happen to my body and mind in
0: doing something so far outside mm. my comfort zone. Yeah, yeah. And can i just ask you a question off the cuff. Outside of that swim on Sunday morning, um, is there an experience in your life where you remember going massively outside your comfort zone? Like I think of like when Lawrence does the Viking um, things, whatever they're called, yep, Spartan, Spartan races it. and the rest, i like, so far outside my comfort zone.
1: Yeah, that's outside my comfort zone. Way, I, really got that, I got yet.
0: no inspiration to do it whatsoever. Yeah. The swim was a little bit different. Because yeah. it was Don, because we had others there, that accountability, I yeah. wanted to know, you know, he had 19 and a half hours in the ocean, we had, I felt like I had 19 seconds, but it was about probably 10 or 15 minutes.
1: You have a great respect for Probably well, he did. You know. Surfing and skiing. Like now, if I was to go surfing these days in the water where there's sharks, that would really freak me out. You know, come up and to my come up to my place. Oh my gosh! Well, at least you have got dolphins. Yep, yeah, that dolphin. might protect you a little bit. But um, yeah, sharks kind of freak me out. Ever since watching a movie, which I highly recommend you don't watch. <laughs> it's called The Reef. Don't ever watch it. You'll never want to go back in the water again. <laughs> oh. So is that really like? So how deep? <clears throat> I mean, obviously Port
0: Phillip Bay is a little bit different.
1: Yeah, they haven't, got, they haven't got aggressive sharks there. It's too cold for the sharks to go mm. there. But, you know, the roof was filmed up in the Sundays. True story. It was actually a true story. It was don't, like almost like a documentary Don't, movie. Tell, don't tell people. Don't oh, tell, you just scared can oh, I, so I cannot do it. So now I can't. So to step outside my comfort zone, I'll have to go ocean swimming or go surfing. That does actually get my heart rate going. You getting
0: sweaty palms just thinking about it? No. Mine, mine is um, mountain... Um, mountaineering not necessarily bushwalking but I'm getting sweaty palms just thinking about it where you kind of have to balance and if you don't balance you fall and you could fall a long way yeah right whether it's 10 feet 100 feet whatever it is but that type of
1: um height height
0: issue yeah where there's a consequence like a real consequence if you fall yeah that that gets me clammy yeah that gets me clammy so I don't know if that means that it'd be wise for me to do base camp yeah,
1: well, that's. that's you just burped in my face. I think I just you burped. You just burped in my face. No, it's the quiet burp You <laughs> just burped in my face. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, my God. gosh, Marcus. Notice, no just, secrets oh between oh us. Oh, dear. Burped. It wasn't in
0: his face, just for those listening. It was um, a silent burp. It was a silent burp. It
1: blew it in my face. Now, anytime I breathe, I feel like a verb. Unbelievable. Testing Unbelievable. your unconditional love for four days. definitely going <laughs> off. <laughs> I'm fishy. I'm fishy. So,
0: yeah, so base camp would be one of those things that it would challenge on so many levels. But then I go, well, is it more just like a really hard bushwalk? Or are you oh. actually like, well, you know, pop, popping things in rocks and then climbing up? What are they called? The, the carabellas
1: or the miraballas or. Something like that. Uh, it is. I reckon if you ask Jan Smith, is what you do just a uh, a really tough? Book She's walk? climbing
0: to the top of Everest. I'm saying base camp, not
1: to the top of Everest.
0: It's still. I think it's still quite difficult.
1: Uh, I I wouldn't disagree that it's difficult.
0: I'm just more like, are there consequential times where one wrong footing is the difference between? I haven't heard of anyone dying on the way to base camp, mm. right? Yeah. Um, so is it more like yeah. one wrong footing yeah. you're going to break a leg, or one wrong footing you can fall to your death? Yeah, sure. uh, Everest is like one wrong footing in faulty death. Yeah. But sure. Base camp, not necessarily, um,
1: not necessarily the case. Yeah. So, oh, interesting. Yeah, interesting. But look, you know, doing doing that and hearing Wang, or you know, watching Wang and seeing how he's transitioned from a very humble life into a you know quite a successful catwalk life as a result of you know mastering the art of improvement of his body. Uh, I I actually. I feel very empowered and very inspired to be able to do more things that kind of challenge my comfort zone. Mm. Um, and it's through experiences. You know, obviously we've been doing 100 not out now for nearly 200 episodes. That's a long time, mate. Congratulations, by the way. <laughs> <You too. laughs> really is great. And, uh, and, and through that time has been enormous growth. And so whether it be discussion of aging, the sensation of aging. Um, exercise, the realization that food isn't all that there is. Um, the realization that exercise doesn't have to you know, be any more than just movement. Um, mindfulness, kindness, um, engagement, purpose, all these sorts of things have actually helped adapt and, and help me um, become a better person, I think. You know, to understand the understanding of love languages, helps me communicate better, et cetera, et cetera. So this whole 200 episodes of counseling between you and I has been an incredible experience. And and another unique example of that is going beyond and outside my comfort zone yeah. to swim in the ocean when it's fifteen degrees out, and yeah. cold. That has been, I think, a really
0: that's been a big development in the one hundred knot out process. Is the more people we interview, I suppose the addition to the philosophy is doing things that stretch you. Yeah, because that's what if you look at mainstream. Um, society as they get older, it becomes w- way more focused on comfort and contentment yep. and no real room in lifestyle for growth and development. It's very true it's very mm. true yeah been a great chat as always thank been? you again yep. for your wisdom and opening up and uh, sincere apologies for that um, burping in my face involuntary <laughs> burp that just <laughs> came out don't know if you heard that you oh. would have seen it you would have seen it um, you could actually go if you're only listening you re- to this if you put it in slow-mo you could probably look at Tomo's face <laughs> as it occurred <laughs> fun and games here on 100 shock. And out, folks. the shock of it Uh, We'd love to have you continue to join in the conversation. Go to thewellnesscouch.com forward slash 100notout, facebook.com forward slash 100notout, but make sure you spell it out there. Go to damienchristophe.com to find out more about Damien. Myself, marcuspierce.com.au. See you in Icaria for those of you coming to the Greek islands with us in 2017. Go to 100notout.com for all the information there. Until next time, as always, continue to make the rest of your life the best of your life.